0: Alright, we are live. Another episode of Monero Talk. We are here with Tim Ruffing. He's an applied cryptographer uh, who uh, uh, apparently appears that you focus mostly on improving privacy in cryptocurrencies. Is that is that accurate? Is that what most of your your research and work focuses on in the uh, cryptocurrency space?
1: Yeah, I, first of all, yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty accurate uh, description. So I... I was doing my PhD, or actually, I'm just still finishing my PhD on cryptography and cryptocurrencies. And I, yeah, my focus was on, on the privacy aspects. And I'm I currently mostly work for, for for Blockstream and do a lot of other cryptographic stuff there too. But I still try to to keep my focus on on privacy.
0: What what was the PhD or is the PhD on specifically in regard? I'm um, like
1: the the. Title of the thesis is literally uh, um, "cryptography for for Bitcoin and friends." So it's really like the cryptographic aspects of of cryptocurrencies. Yeah.
0: Oh, you just go into the the details of what the cryptographic aspects are for for Bitcoin
1: um, and compare
0: them to other coins.
1: Or not not necessarily. No, it's like uh, trying to to build. Uh, improved cryptography for for use in cryptocurrencies. Okay. Um, for example, like uh, cryptography that can be used to improve the privacy, or to improve the functionality, or in general improve cryptocurrencies. So, uh, how long have you been in the space? Oh, that's a good question. I think I, yeah. I, so I came into the space really via this academic route, which is. Kind of unusual. It's not like most of the people uh, get into cryptocurrencies. Um, I think I started basically at the end of two thousand thirteen when I uh, when I was I wanted to do a PhD on, on cryptography in this area, but I I wasn't specifically looking into cryptocurrencies. But this is, was one of the interesting ideas. This was floating around. Bitcoin was getting some uh, traction even in the academic space but very, very slowly. So we were looking at those things and yeah, some and ideas you... popped up and that's where, where it ended. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty happy actually.
0: <laughs> so w- were you initially, um, I guess I'm assuming you, you came in through Bitcoin or was it another, another project or?
1: Was... At this time it was Bitcoin just it was the, because it was the most obvious thing there in particular, like 2013, it was not, yeah. I mean, there was not so much hype going on at this time. So Bitcoin was the first thing uh, that you stumble upon. But of course, yeah, even at that time, the the currencies were around.
0: And was it it obvious to you right away that Bitcoin kind of lacked these privacy features that we talk about so much today? Was that something that just jumped right out at you or was it not initially an issue?
1: Yeah, I think it, even at, at this time, it was already like people were, were looking at at privacy aspects of, of Bitcoin. And even at this time, I think if, if you looked carefully, it was already clear that, um well, well a lot of people think that uh, yeah, just having pseudonyms is, is a great idea for your privacy. If you, if you look closely already at this time, I think it was clear that it's not a good idea. But yeah, now maybe Five years later or or six years later we we know much better why it's not <laughs> a great <trade> idea. <laughs> and so <laughs> At least was, if you if, if you if you do it naively like like the mm.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean even if you read the Satoshi white paper, he obviously there's a section where he talks about how it's you know uh you know pseudo anonymous and that you know it, it, only if you use it in a certain way can you basically maintain yeah. your anonymity. Right.
1: And I think like he he had obviously he had privacy in mind, right because it, it's it's literally in the its a section in in the white paper. but but on the other hand, it's like if you yeah if if you start from from scratch with this idea that that Satoshi had, it's obviously it's it's much easier to build a currency where every where most of the things is are just in public because then they are much easier to verify um
0: do you think that was kind of a conscious choice or the technology just wasn't there?
1: I think that the technology just uh, wasn't there. I mean, like, for example, if you think about something like like uh, confidential transaction CT, like like in Ring CT, I mean, the, the basic thing that people want to verify if, if, you, if you do a transaction is uh, that it doesn't create money, right? So, like, it's balanced. You, you, you're spending, uh, you're, you're taking five coins and you're, you're actually outputting five coins again and not more. And of course, I mean, this is the, the most obvious thing to do is just put the five there and put the five there and yeah, okay, everybody can check and see uh, that the transaction is balanced. So I think this was just the, the, the obvious choice because the technology wasn't, wasn't there yet. Mm.
0: Yeah, I was going to get into this a little later, but so that kind of leads to uh always the big thing that comes up with monero is this uh perfectly binding versus or computationally oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I always get it mixed up it's uh it's perfectly blinding versus computationally uh binding is is kind of the term that's that's used yeah, right
1: hiding, hiding versus yeah yeah right right, right, right.
0: Yeah. uh but the fact that uh the 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 binding part is is based on computation uh so essentially we're we're trusting in the in the math um, right. do you do you take issue with that I mean there's a lot of Bitcoin maximalists that kind of take issue with that and use that as uh... kind of one of the reasons as to why uh perhaps bitcoin shouldn't adopt confidential transactions
1: yeah there' does a lot of debate on this um, I think this is. People put a little bit too much focus on, on these things, but let, let me try to explain why why I think so. Um, so what? So yeah, you, so the the thing is, you have like two choices for the for the commitments, as you as you point out. So they either they are perfectly they can be perfectly hiding and computationally binding, which basically means that. No matter if I give you a super powerful computer, for example, a quantum computer, you can ever look into those commitments and see the see the values. Um, and the other um, the other alternative is just the other way around. Um, so um, those are um, perfectly binding commitments and are computationally hiding. So there's no way you can create money out of thin air by Maybe there's other ways, but at least you can't create money by by opening the commitment to some value that, that's not in there. Like, if you commit to, let's say, five monero that's in the commitment, you can't open this to 10, uh, even if you have a super powerful computer. And, but in, yeah, in, uh, if, if you have a super powerful computer, you might look into the commitment and see, see the value. And uh, I think for, First of all, it's, uh, there are uh, good points for, for both decisions. So um, what, what Monero currently has is Peterson commitments, which are perfectly hiding and computationally binding. And this, is, this makes a lot of sense if you, if you think about uh, quantum computers, because this means that all your transactions which are going to the chain now Will be private even if somebody managed to build a quantum computer. So it will be private in 30 years. Um, but in 30 years, we hopefully have changed to another transaction scheme, such that you can't create money out of thin air. Then, but still, your your uh, transactions remain private forever. Like all the amounts remain private forever. So, um, in that sense, um, this is a this is a very reasonable choice. Um, of course, for for Bitcoin. Uh, it's somewhat different because the system at the moment is because the amounts are just in plane, um, changing that to a, uh, to a world where um, like non-inflation is just a computational property, so it could be broken by, by a powerful computer, is of course a large change so i think that the problem is that just bitcoin is like like all cryptocurrencies but in particular bitcoin because it's the most popular one it's so hard to to change
0: so just so i can understand so you're saying because monero kind of made this as part of its ethos and was a decision that was made early on um it it makes sense but for something like bitcoin they they're kind of on a different trajectory different priorities so for them it's politically more difficult to adopt and uh, this approach, or do you, right. do you think?
1: That... Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think like "them" is maybe the, the wrong word, but it's just hard to it's hard hard to make big changes in in the, the more established the currency is, the harder it is to to make changes just just politically. And I think that's a good thing.
0: Would you personally want Bitcoin to adopt uh, confidential transactions, and in spite of the you know, do you? Like you said, you think it's okay. Um, you you do trust the math, right? So, like with Monero, for example, is that is that is that is, that, is it accurate in saying that that you're you're okay with the um, with the with the currency not being perfectly uh, you know binding, but being computationally binding? Is that something you're okay with, or do you also agree that Bitcoin needs to uh, maintain its its security and it's it's of the utmost importance that that doesn't be hindered in any way, even if it's just, um, for appearances.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm not sure if I have a strong opinion on like one, one of those two sides. I mean, I would love to see, uh, CT adopted in, in Bitcoin. Um, but this is also a large step, no matter if you like your, your bindingness is now computational or, Mm. or perfect or, or, or whatever, um, and I think, like, so, like, I, I would love to see this adopted This would already be a, be a big change. And, but I, on, on the other hand, I appreciate that it's hard to change systems because this is what, what, what we trust in, right? Like, if I have a coin now, I, I should have this coin in, in, in 30 years and almost like in, in, and the system shouldn't have changed totally, even if I go to a 30 years sleep now and wake up. I <laughs> um, should still be able to to spend that money under similar um, assumptions. Like if 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 we want cryptocurrencies to be a store of value, and I think they should, right? um, then we shouldn't. Then it's it's a feature that it's that uh, currencies are hard to change. Um, and and for that particular debate, uh, computationally hiding versus computationally binding. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's that's a decision you you need to make if you introduce confidential transactions, but it's really not the the, the most important one. So it's it's like what everybody t- is talking about because it's it's so yeah, it's it's a it's a nice philosophical question to to talk about, but I think it, it's not the the most important question, and we it, it's not even clear if we will have quantum computers and. And even if, if we have, like, there are millions of other ways that we can screw up by having bugs in the code uh, and, and millions of other ways, like you people stealing your, your coins, your, your private keys.
0: Right, uh, yeah. Um, we had, yeah. We had, we had I don't know if you're familiar with JT Grassi. He's one of the uh, Monero developers. And we had him on the show recently. And he, it was for this... Topic specifically and basically outlining all the things that you're talking about um so the fact that you know it's a good thing that uh it's 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 hiding uh it's perfectly hiding so that if things do these computers do exist in the future at least we're guaranteeing that you know the the privacy is always hidden and that um it kind of becomes a moot point if you're worried about quantum computers for monero because there's a million other things that are also then susceptible to attack, uh, yeah. including Bitcoin itself, the the the, the discrete al- al- uh, log- logarithm algorithm for breaking pri- yes. you know private yeah. keys, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah,
1: that that's another very valid point. So if if your if your currency anyway is at the moment built on on the um, the security of the discrete logarithm, and then um yeah, <laughs> so. What's what's the point of? You can argue, we can ask, what's the point of of perfect bindingness anyway? Then, right? Because like, okay, then nobody can inflate the currency, but everybody can uh, can take away your money. So, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so obviously, these, you know, um, as we were initially saying, you got into Bitcoin, um, and now now you're a big part. A big part of what you do is uh, looking at uh cryptography and how it could improve privacy in cryptocurrencies in particular i guess bitcoin um at what point did you start to work on these things where where you said uh you know we need we need to improve privacy in, in bitcoin like i said was that something that like as soon as you saw it it's like well this is what we need to do like bitcoin is great but let's get to work and make it better uh make it more private it it needs to be it needs privacy, it needs to be fungible. Is that something that you set out to do right away?
1: Um I think that's not what I what I set out to do right away. I mean that's that's not how research typically works, right? So <laughs> just like okay, we, we like the, the first really research idea that that me and my colleagues had there was um, was about um, coin shuffle which is a scheme to to perform coin join transactions in, in bitcoin
0: okay but yeah but that was and for this, this was, the purposes this was, of that was to improve
1: privacy correct right right but like uh, I'm, I'm just honest here so it, it's like in, we like we, we didn't particularly look in, into that problem we had that idea and then we then we published a paper and then we got in, into the problem and more interested um, but but I really think that uh, yeah um, I, uh, I I realized more and more that uh, privacy is, is a super important thing in, in cryptocurrencies. Um, and then I looked more into that. But I like the how I got into the topic was was rather by accident. But I think that's that's true for almost all researchers in the beginning of their career, whatever. Um, you have a random idea and, and it works out, and then you, you just got interested in the topic. So um, the first thing you worked on was CoinJoin or Coin Shuffle, which... um, Coin sh- it was yeah. So Coin Shuffle is a is a protocol which can be used to create a CoinJoin transaction. So so CoinJoin is one of uh, one of is, is a technique that you can use in in uh, currencies like like Bitcoin to create some anonymity. Basically, it's it's like uh, imagine we have some number of people and we all meet and we simultaneously send all our coins to either to our back to ourselves or to some some recipients so if we are 10 people we kind of create an anonymity set of of 10 and if we in in one large transaction that has 10 inputs and 10 outputs basically
0: and was, wasabi um, wallet essentially that's right. what that's doing on a yeah in a user-friendly way
1: uh, right, and um, Wasabi Wallet is is using an, another technique for doing this, and, and what we developed is, is Coinshuffle, which is uh, a somewhat more, a little bit more se- decentralized way than than what Wasabi is doing. But what Wasabi is doing also makes sense. So there are, there are multiple ways to to create coinjoin transactions.
0: Do you think? I mean. Are there are there shortcomings there with with uh, coin join or um, this this concept in general of of attempting uh, basically trying to attempt to shuffle around these uh, these amounts? Is, could that theoretically make Bitcoin fungible on the protocol level, or it's just kind of like a, a temporary uh, gives gives the the feeling of of being private, but uh, doesn't really work on, on, on a larger scale. Is it, is it a solution or is it a bandaid?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say, but I, let let me first say something general about, about privacy maybe because this is where like where I think, uh, yeah, what's, what's mostly wrong in all this privacy debate is that people don't differentiate between. Or they—they—it's just black and white. So either coin is private or it's not private, and there's there's nothing in between. I think like privacy is a very this is a super subtle thing. So it, and there can be so many aspects of of privacy, and usually you want, yeah, you want a lot of those pri- uh, privacy properties to to hold because just one is violated, the other could break down easily. Um, so for, for CoinJoin on top of Bitcoin, this is a very weak uh, form of privacy, I'd say. So I, even though I, I worked on this and, and I, I'm in favor of doing it because it's the, it's currently the best thing that, that we have for Bitcoin, it's, it's pretty limited. Um, first of all, you, um, you have that problem that not everybody's doing it. Um, which uh, already creates some some suspicion. And people may ask, okay, so why, why is this guy mixing uh, coins? And so, has he something to hide? Has she something to hide? Which is of course a, a kind of stupid question, right? Because we all have something to hide, but um, yeah. Right, so, so you're saying
0: because it's not uh, by default and right, people are kind of opting into it's, it,
1: it. It's not by default. It's, right. it's, because it's built on top of bitcoin it's apparently opt uh, it's it's yeah it's in, inherently sorry it's inherently opt in so yeah there um, this is one of the uh, disadvantages another disadvantage is that you um, that you need to do this actively in a sense that you need to uh, be online and uh, together with the other people who are uh, participating in the mixing transaction in the coinjoin transaction and interaction is always somewhat difficult um, to handle.
0: And do the amounts have, so if I have one Bitcoin, I have to mix with somebody else that's also mixing one Bitcoin, or is it that I can mix with somebody that has 1.5 Bitcoin and I have one Bitcoin? Is that, how does that work?
1: Yeah, and that's also a disadvantage. I think that's one of the, one of the biggest. So, um, so if you do it very naively, we all need the same amount. Um, and this is a severe restriction, of course. Um, this, likes, this works on paper, but not on practice. Um, of course, we can try to get around this a little bit. Like, let's say I have one bitcoin, you have one point two or so. Um, then we can we can mix just one of the bitcoins, and you get a zero point your zero point two back as a change, for example. Um, that of course works, but this is kind of a pain in the ass because then you. Um, then these 0.2 are not mixed, so you would need to mix them again. maybe you find some, somebody else who has 0.15, and then you get 0.05 back, and those are still unmixed, so it goes on forever. And there are other issues, because, um, yeah, you need to be very careful, which, like, dealing with your UTXOs. If, if you combine the wrong UTXOs in, in a tr- in later transaction, you basically reveal that those two UTXOs be, uh, be belong together, and this can break your uh, privacy basically after the fact. So it could, yeah, you could de-anonymize your earlier transactions by doing a wrong transaction later. How does? Is what, yeah, sorry.
0: I'm, so, I'm sorry. Finish. Finish yeah. your. Uh, go this
1: ahead. is what Wasabi is basically trying to do, and I think they're they're doing it pretty well. But it's still it's it's super annoying in practice
0: yeah i never used wasabi so is that kind of just happening on the back end or a user really does have to kind of pick like if they if they uh throw in 0. 0.8 bitcoin uh it, it may happen that they're not then matched with somebody else and then they get changed back then, which then needs to be further mixed is that
1: they, they're doing more they're trying to to hide most of this from uh from the user and i think that they're, they're doing a good job but in the end it's yeah, it, it's it's not as usable as as your your normal wallet. Huh? And then, are
0: there limits to how much you can mix? Like, if I, you know, if somebody has ten Bitcoin, they want to mix, they may not be able to do that.
1: Um. Yeah. So they immediately they need mixing partners. So if, mm. if you have large amounts, you need to find other people, uh, well, willing to mix those amounts and are online at the same time and so on. I I don't know how. Um, how practical this is at the moment, and for example, in, in Wasabi or in, in in joint Market, which is another solution. I don't have numbers there, but I think it improved. So,
0: so what is your overall feel? So, obviously, you're uh, you have very intimate knowledge of all this, a very uh, a, a very good understanding, better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people <laughs> in the world. Um, do you see? Bitcoin eventually becoming fungible on the protocol level? Or do you think it's just kind of a, I don't want to say, it, but like a lost cause because of, like we were saying, all these reasons, like the fact that uh, the theme in Bitcoin is security first. And then there's just this politics around uh, um, changing it. And then if that's the case, how do you, s- what, what do you see happening? That there will be something like a Monero that will then play that role?
1: Um yeah, so for for Bitcoin it's 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 a little bit hard, I think. Um so we, we were just talking about those um like having the same amounts and so on that you need the same amounts for, for, for mixing. Um and Interestingly, um, mixing on CoinJoin becomes much much better as soon as we can hide the amounts. So as soon as we, as we would have like uh, something like confidential transactions, um, we can hide the amounts. Things like CoinJoin become much much better. Um, so if we could ever have something like confidential transactions in, in Bitcoin, I'm I'm very optimistic that. That we can uh, achieve something something meaningful with with mixing um, on top of Bitcoin. If if we if we don't have um, confidential transactions and all the, the amounts of the um, the transactions are in plain, um, I'm I'm not so sure. Um, yeah, so this is my 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 take on Bitcoin. But I need to say that all of what I'm saying here is, is layer one. Right? So we're talking about like transactions on the blockchain. and who knows what, what the future will bring? Maybe things like like lightning, which have entirely different privacy uh, properties, sometimes better privacy, sometimes worse privacy. Um, yeah, but I think Bitcoin, as it currently is is, is just not really designed with, uh, with a lot of privacy in mind and it's, it's hard to, to change that without changing the fundamental assumptions.
0: Right, so but do you do you think fundamental fundamentally it needs it should or it needs to be uh fungible on the protocol level, or do you think it's okay to kind of shift these things to layer two?
1: Um I think it's it's hard to change private to, to shift privacy to to layer two. I mean we can probably get some privacy on layer two, but um it, like like for privacy it's like a it's 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 a little bit like a like a card house, right? So like if if you if you lose privacy at one of the layers, um, like if if I can de-anonymize you with using one of the layers, then I don't care about the other layers. So it's it's very hard it's, it's very hard to to build privacy on top of something which doesn't have privacy. Um. Okay,
0: no, just because because you, you were you were saying you were talking about Lightning Network and that potentially. Uh, ushering in privacy for Bitcoin but is, yeah is that does does the protocol itself should should it be fungible at the, on the core protocol level or is that not something that's kind of like is that not a law of nature in crypto or is it okay for that to not be the case
1: oh yeah so if, if, if you ask me we should uh, build privacy wherever we can um, I'm not sure if this if this is the focus of of everybody. Like, um, I feel even with with Lightning and and other things that we built on on top of a lot of current I don't know. Like even other currencies like like Ethereum, whatever smart contracts, uh, things that people build on on top of Bitcoin, on on top of uh, coins that are not like like Monero or, or Zcash. It, it feels like um, it's always easier to come up with a solution that doesn't involve privacy. And yeah, then, then we first deploy that solution and then it's hard to, to build at <laughs> the to to privacy later. And But I think this is how it works with technology in general, right? Why are emails not encrypted by default? Well, because it was easier to deploy them without encryption and now we're struggling for 30 years to to edit and we don't right. manage to do it so yeah
0: right it was it was good enough uh right so um i guess uh, the what i'm really trying to get at is is the whole do, do you look at it in terms of, of privacy or fungibility obviously they're they're intrinsically connected if if a protocol is fungible, then privacy is kind of going to be like a, a a symptom of that, right? It's you're going to have privacy because of the fact that it's fungible, just like cash, right? Right. Um, so, is your concern about privacy, or is it about fungibility? Is it?
1: I think if you, if you ask me personally, my my concern is more more about about privacy. I care about users' privacy, or even privacy of of companies because they also deserve privacy. To some extent, um, in the end, um, fungibility is just a uh, think, a property that that we also want to have because it makes, yeah, using cryptocurrencies is much much more practical, um, like like cash, right? I mean, if if I give you five dollars and you give me five dollars, that that's no big deal. We we don't care, and that makes. Handling uh, cash in, in, in practice much much easier, so this is a property that cryptocurrencies should have. but if, if you ask me what I care deeply is this uses privacy I think.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm often wondering if if fungibility is is on a deeper level, if it's just kind of essential to what this stuff needs to be, and if uh, the the most fungible coin is kind of has an advantage because it creates kind of a more fluid uh transaction protocol because now yeah. every unit equals every other unit
1: right and i think this is this is true to some extent and on the other hand um, i think privacy also means means more than, than just fungibility right if, if you look at fungibility it, it's basically i would say it's related to, to anonymity but I think if you look at privacy, there's more than than just anonymity. For example, like if I if I look at the blockchain, I shouldn't be able to figure out how much money you have in your in your wallet. And I think this is this doesn't really directly translate to to something like fungibility. This is an additional property, and we also want to have that, I guess.
0: So let's. Uh, it is the Monero Talk Show, yeah. uh, and then you you recently published OmniRing, right? Um, was that w- written or developed or researched with Monero in mind, or was it just kind of uh, broader than that?
1: Yeah. So it it was definitely with uh, done with, with Monero and mind. So so first uh, let let me say that this is work with uh, with all my colleagues. Like we, we are six authors. Oh, can you still hear me? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you might repeat what you just said, though. Yeah. Cut so up. I,
1: I wanted to stress that, of course, this is uh, not my work alone. This is uh, a team of six people from from different universities and and uh, companies. So yeah. Um, so this is uh, Russell Lai, Vicky Ronge. It's me, Dominic Schröder, Aravind Tiagarian, and and Shai Fan Yang. So these are the people. Um, yeah, so and this was obviously obviously done with uh, with with Monero in mind because um, I I mean um, I always looked at, at at Monero and and the, the old basically old <laughs> uh, ring Ring-Sity papers and because they have they have super interesting ideas, but if you if you have some uh, academic training on, on crypto, um, these papers uh, are written in a, in a weird way. Um, like they, they contain some, some cryptographic definitions, but if, like they are not real definitions. They, they miss a lot of properties and so on. And, and my, my plan, uh, and then when I, when I told this idea to call this, our plan was always to, to tidy that up and this is how this, this project started. And um, but then we we went further. Instead of just tidying up, we we tried to to improve the efficiency the efficiency then as well. And um, what what made you
0: guys work on Monero uh, or, or like Ring CT for Monero? What was the uh, impetus there to, to focus in on Monero?
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, it, it really started. Um, because we 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 uh, we were seeing that that Monero is used in practice, we we thought it's a it's a, it's a pretty cool protocol. It it seems to work in practice. It seems to be secure, but we were kind of unsatisfied with the yeah with the um, like theory background of it. Because as I said, like the definitions are not very precise. Uh, the theorems were not really precise. Um, this is this is very really, very interesting because like if you I think like. Um, if you look at those uh, original RingCity papers, um, they, they miss from a, from a definitional point of view, they miss a lot of things. But apparently the, the, the cryptographic scheme itself always worked. So um, the people who, who wrote that obviously had a very good intuition for what they are doing. They just weren't trained cryptographers and couldn't write it down, I think, properly. Mm-hmm um I guess their their scheme is is secure. it has all I think it has all the, the properties we we want just that it wasn't uh, written down in a, in a formal way as, as you would have done it if you if you came from from academia with this background. Um, so we were interested in saying okay like this is this is used in practice, but we we are not 100% sure how, how secure it actually is. So let's, let's try to improve the definitions and come up with the proof it's really secure and so on i think this is where we, where we started
0: that's really interesting and then as you did that you also happened to what seems to be the case develop something that may be better and improved in terms of uh like right be, if you could explain it but it sounds like uh you know you have the potential of creating much larger rings right, right. Um, yeah
1: yeah so um um, as I said, our initial goal was to was to look at what what Monero is currently using and, and prove it secure. But then uh, we realized that we actually can uh, can do better, and then we ch- immediately jumped away from that idea and built our own <laughs> crypto construction and, and focused on that. And um, this actually was a, was a project that took us. Uh, a lot of iterations because uh, whenever we, we had something, uh, somebody turned up and like some of our team members came and came up with a better idea to make it even more efficient. So it uh, took us a lot of revisions. Yeah, so um, what we are doing is um, instead of, um, so what, what Monero's currently is doing, let, let me start with that, is is building Ring CT on on, uh, on top of something like linkable ring signatures. Um, and those linkable ring signatures um, are pretty simple construction of linkable ring signatures. In particular, like they are linear in the size of, of the ring. So if, if your ring is, yeah. If, you, if your ring uh, has, has a lot of members, your signature or your spend proof in the transaction will, will be very large and our goal was to to bring that down to to a logarithmic number such that you can scale to to much larger rings essentially without increasing the size of the um signature in the in the transaction too much or we actually we, we don't call it signature because we think it's not a not the great uh, it's not the best term because it's more than a signature it's a it's a kind of zero knowledge proof so we call it spend proof but yeah um our goal is to, to scale Monero to to larger ring sizes without increasing the size of, of the spent proof. And what we use uh, as as one of our mail tunes is uh, is the framework of, of bullet proofs, which is already used in Monero, but just for, for range proofs. Um, and we, we basically extend this idea of using bullet proofs to to the entire transaction system so in just, instead of just proving that some some output is is in is in some some range um, which you need for as an as a part of of confidential transactions we do everything that you need to prove as part of a more narrow transactions within a bulletproof system and yeah please can you and, uh, can
0: you give no this is great can you give us an idea of um just to quantify things so like where monero currently is at and like how what what its capabilities currently are in terms of ring ct and what its potential capabilities would be with uh the new and improved with omni ring if it were to potentially yeah. adopt that
1: yeah so this is uh, the one million dollar question obviously or one million monero um Yeah, so I think currently um, Monero is at a fixed ring size of of 11, which basically means whenever you spend, you get some, within these transactions at least, you get an anonymity set of of 11. Um, We are aiming at at sizes of, um, and I'm saying a number here, but don't uh, fix me on this number. It's uh, like maybe a thousand or so. Um, Of course, this depends on a lot of other factors that we are currently uh, also discussing with uh, with the Monero research lab the guys are doing a great job and, and and helping us and, and debating and, and discussing and giving ideas um, so for example one of the things is is that uh, so or let's say there there are two limitations yeah. so what what we what our scheme can do is basically make this Spend proof much, much smaller. So let's say you have a ring size thousand. Okay, spend proof is, is I think, I need to look up the, the, the paper, but I think it's, it's, could be even smaller than the current Monero signature or, yeah, proof size. Um, but the problem is that uh, transactions uh, consist of more than this, uh, than just a zero knowledge proof. For example, at the, at the moment in Monero, you, you send the entire ring, so the, the ring members, all the public keys, and the ring within the transaction. Um, which now, if, if you if you adapt our our scheme naively, what you what? Yeah, this would lead to to a world where you now have a super uh, uh, small proof, zero knowledge proof. But suddenly, if you, if you go to a ring with 1,000 members, you send 1,000 public keys in the transaction. So that part is still linear. Hmm. And, um, but there are ways to, to get around this. For example, there's a, there's a paper by um, I think Matthew Green and one of his uh, students, where they uh, bring that part down to, to a logarithmic size, too. And there are a lot of ideas, uh, and that by, just to
0: interrupt for, and that would, that's, yeah. we're talking about the, 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 basically the verification time. Uh,
1: this is, a of, uh, let, let me get to that. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, this is, um, I'm just talking about the size of the transaction. Okay. So, because, uh, when, when, when we say in our paper, uh, you suddenly can have ring CT with uh, logarithmic size proofs, yeah, this is like, um, you need you need to look at the, the details of the wording. Just to prove the proofs are logarithmic size, but if you if you have a ring of thousand members, and um, you, if you do it naively, you still would need to send those thousand elements, and you don't want to do that. Um, so, like uh, the where there's the zero knowledge proof within the transaction is logarithmic size in in the in the ring. Um, the transaction itself would still, would would still be linear size, because we're just reducing the the proof part and not the other part. Um, but as I said, there there's one one way to get around this is a is a um, scheme that can be found in the literature. Another way to get around this is uh, some ideas by uh, uh, by the Monero Research Lab, by by Severing in particular, who who was telling me about a lot of. Um, things you could do by uh, splitting uh, time into epochs and so on here, yeah. I'm not sure if this is written down anywhere, but there are ideas to, to get around this. And another thing is what what you mentioned is the verification the time of the, yeah, the verifier is still, um, it's still linear in the ring size. Um, and I think there is no real, um, currently no real way around this and um, then we just need to say uh, we, we need to see um how efficient it really is so how how much can 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 we go there what what's our limit there is if, if is thousand too slow maybe it's a hundred already maybe it's ten thousand i don't know but i guess uh, if, if we really need to to find that out we we can only make some, make some estimates at the moment. So, well, well, what we need to do, or what what other people hopefully will do, is um, try to implement our scheme, try to implement a prototype, uh, run real benchmarks, and then see how how far we can get.
0: I'm sure Narrow uh, is working on it right now.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so that's pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, what's that?
1: Yeah. Often, yeah, empty white paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So, but but uh, so. If we zoom out, I mean, so what? What that really means, big picture. If we were, to, if we were able to figure this out, then the anonymity set, anonymity set, would become uh, much, much larger. To the point where would we effectively be? Because you know, that's always the comparison that's made between Monero and something like uh, like Zcash, yeah. which has that advantage. Although it's you know based on a trusted uh, setup, uh, it basically has an infinitely large, I guess, anonymity. Uh, anonymity set so at a thousand i mean we're effectively uh as large as you would think you would need to be right i mean at that point it's it's quite it would be quite effective right in terms yeah, of I think,
1: uh, like a uh, thousand or something like like in that range is, is pretty is pretty decent and um, there are still um things where i think uh, having a full anonymity set like like zero cash or c cash does it um has some some advantages in 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 some cases um, this is again where we say that privacy is very subtle um, for example let's say you um you gave, you go to the the same store every week and um the, the, the goal of the store is to to track your your transactions because it wants to track your I don't know, uh, buying behavior or something like that. And then even if you have like an anonymity set in every transaction of of a thousand, um, it probably could still identify you because it's like, okay, there is this guy, um, it's one of those thousand guys, but then this is one of the outputs that next week is again in those thousand and again in those thousand and so on. so this is an effect you you basically totally get rid of if you if you have a full anonymity set like uh like like Zcash. Um but still I think like uh, a 1000 is is very uh yeah it is is a very decent choice for 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 privacy and I think it um defeats most of the um of the attacks that we have seen on on Monero so far like the, those de-anonymization attacks where they basically single you out because they can exclude, let's say, those, maybe some of those attacks maybe where when the ring size was still smaller, let's say five, and then they single you out among, um, among five mm-hmm. ring members because yeah. they can exclude four. And excluding 999 is just much, much harder than excluding four. So this is really like a huge improvement.
0: Uh, it's just exciting to see you working on Monero and making this contribution. I mean, that's that's just very exciting. Thank you for that. Is <laughs> it, <laughs> so do do you uh, do you see yourself continuing to you know has has it uh, piqued your interest now Monero is it something that you're going to continue to try to uh, push further ahead?
1: Yeah, okay. i I'm, I personally don't have uh ideas in mind currently to to improve further on on on, on monero but yeah as i said in general i, I look into into privacy and, and i look into interesting stuff and then it's it's i don't care too much if it has the bitcoin the monero ccash or whatever uh logo on it um if it's interesting privacy tech uh, we, we we should build it and um yeah i'm i'm in general also working on uh, on on bulletproofs also in, in in blockstream so it's it's interesting actually you um i said this is this is a paper that's uh, certainly done with um with, with monero in mind but some of the techniques we we de- developed there actually could have uh, also implications for things we want to do at at, at blockstream just because also we want we are looking into into bulletproofs and trying to improve them and use them um so a lot of those improvements are in the general like zero knowledge level that um, have a lot of applications in the end hopefully
0: does blockstream share your your kind of just your thirst for working on cryptography in general or is it really uh, always bitcoin focus are, are they also kind of like what's the the water cooler to I know you guys are all over the world and not sitting at a water cooler but is there is are they okay with you working on Monero is is Blockstream itself also interested in other projects or is it really just Bitcoin focused
1: I think uh, Blockstream is is Bitcoin focused a lot and and I can um, I can understand and, and share the few a lot uh, I need to say but I um, I think in, in general um, there are there are many interesting currencies in the space of course there's a lot of of bullshit and sometimes we need to see the <laughs> uh, the, the few interesting ones <laughs> um, no but i think um, monero is a is an is an interesting uh, project and and um if if i can talk for 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 the monero, uh, like for the for the um um, Blockstream research team. We we are interested in in the technology mostly. Um, of course, we we have a focus on on Bitcoin, but uh, if the technology is interesting and and we could use it for for some other applications or, or just to uh, improve the the space and, in general, we are, we are interested in that. No matter if this is um, if this is Monero or or, or whatever. Um, and for this project uh, particularly, it's. Um, it started because, like, I, it had already started when I when I joined stream So basically, they let me work continue on it. Um, but yeah, they they don't mind. That's, that's just because yeah. I think they, know that, really they know they stuff, they, know but... they know they
0: can't stop you. They can't stop you.
1: <laughs> Could <just laughs> stop? Paying you.
0: How about the um, the other two papers that recently got released? The other uh ring ct are you familiar with those i'm sure you you checked them out is that yeah. are, are those interesting are they uh what, what's your opinion on them if I you think have
1: they, uh they're both um interesting so i haven't checked and i need to admit i haven't checked the, the lances in, in, in much detail um that their, their numbers i think are, are somewhat um somewhat weird at the moment, but I need to admit our numbers are also somewhat weird. Like uh, Sering Nutter pointed it out to me that our batch verification numbers need to be fixed, and we tried to doing that before the, the conference on, <laughs> at this weekend uh, so that we can have clean numbers. You're, you're going to uh, be there? Are you talking at the conference? I know. It's, it's Aravind who's talking and, and I won't be there. I, I wanted to be, but I, I don't have time uh, this weekend. Okay. It's so sad. I wanted to meet all the
0: we got we got a free place for you to stay. You can stay at yeah. the Casa de Manera. It's 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 on us. Just come on by.
1: We'll give no you the bad. address. <laughs> I'm already busy <laughs> at the drink. No, but I'm really, like I kind of um, it's kind of sad because I wanted to to talk to, for example, the the research lab in, in person because I never I only met them on IRC so far. So. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gonna be um, a, a very exciting,
0: so it's, very exciting um, conference. All the. All the Monero folk—it's kind of the first real privacy-focused, uh, yeah. you know, Monero Monero conference. Right. We're very excited about so, it. So you, you checked out the other two papers? Um,
1: yes. Yeah, so for for Atlantis, we are not sure about uh, the numbers, but it's a, it's a very interesting uh, the, the concept. I think is is super interesting, and it's um, m- maybe just a comment. That the interesting thing is also that it comes from yet another uh, approach. So it, it comes from the um, from from some C-Coin research team, and I think what, what, we are, what we are seeing on a on a more like technology or fundamental level is that um, I think it's 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 wrong to, for example, to say that X is the Monero approach and this is the Zcash approach and, and, and so on because we all trying to they all trying to, to build the same. The same thing just maybe using diff- different methods um, but as, as they all improve like we, we can all we can share a lot of of those improvements um, because like f- fundamentally uh, there's not there's no difference in, in the goals we want we want to hide like we want to hide the sender of a transaction we want to hide the amount of the transaction this is what it is on a, on a technology level and of course there are different trade-offs and so on but
0: um yeah that's that's what's nice to see at the conference as well because I think even the Zcoin guy is going to be there who, yeah, who wrote right. that paper and he's going to be presenting on it and yeah. then Zcash yeah. uh is going to be involved in the conference as well. Uh it is nice to see everybody kind of working on the common goal of of digital cash.
1: Right. Right. Very and cool. Yeah. So yeah, for for Lelantus, uh, one of the one of the it's it's a minor drawback, but one of the drawbacks is that uh, you need some. So if if you if you would want to deploy that uh, in in Monero right now, um, you would need to to have some transition process. Um, because it's not entirely compatible with Monero is doing now. Um, so the problem is in the in the key images, like the key images that are released when you when you spend the coin, which are used to to ensure that you're not double spending. Um, because if you and it, those really depend on how your cryptographic scheme is defined. And if you switch to another cryptographic scheme it might be that the key image looks different from what you have now, or even the public key. I think for Lelantus, even the public keys change. So you can't reuse what you currently have. And this, uh, this wouldn't be a problem if you, if you start a new currency from scratch, but it's obviously a problem if you, if you start uh, with, with something existing, like if you want to use that in, in Monero right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but as far as I know, um the Monero Research Lab again they they at least have a um, solution in mind. Need some transition um transactions and so on, as far as I know, but uh, it's it's doable. And for um for the other paper like ring three dot um this is um yeah, like the the technical approach to this is very similar to to what we are doing in a sense that they also um they also rely on bulletproofs to get some uh, to get this logarithmic size transactions. Um, I just think that that we are uh, our paper is a little bit better in most of the aspects so we are a little bit more efficient. And um yeah, we, our, our definitions are, are a little bit cleaner, but those are like simple things that can be fixed. I think uh, like there's one big disadvantage of the Ring CT 3.0 scheme is that um, it's currently not clear at all how to how to use it in Monero for for the same reason that I mentioned for lantos For Lelantus, we, we know how to do it, but for, for ringct 3.0, the key images would change as well, and, and we don't know how to to use that in Monero. Mm-hmm. So basically if you, if you would uh, put ring CT 3.0 right now in Monero, um, this wouldn't work because you existing you could spend existing coins again like because this key image would change. So whenever you do a spend you release this key image and if you would do if you would spend the same coin twice you would release the same key image twice. Again, and then everybody can check that's mm-hmm. the same and can reject your transaction as a double spend. But right. now if you, if you use ringct3.0, um, the key image would look different just because it always looks different from, from what we have now. So with all um, UTXOs that have already, or not 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 UTXOs, all uh, spent TXOs that are already in the chain could be spent again because you couldn't recognize it's a double spend. Um, so right so
0: so trying to retrofit those those yeah. uh solutions into monero may not be worth it considering all the all the changes you would need to yeah, that yeah would need yeah. to be made to the other parts right. of the protocol
1: yeah so you would basically trans like uh have some coin versioning or something and that's it's pretty pretty weird stuff like in the sense that you have a version one monero coin now and then you try if you convert it to version two coin um, and then those are not fungible because you can differentiate a version one from a version two, and so on. I think, but this is—it's—it's um, it, not uh, impossible. I think uh, zero cash or Zcash is doing that a lot of times with their protocol updates. So they're creating a new pool every time, and you need to go to that to that new new pool. But uh, I think it's if if it's avoidable, it's it's better. And, and with our scheme, we could avoid it. All
0: right. Uh, how about uh, the Microsoft uh, zk snarks, do you have uh, any opinion there on uh, on as to whether or not that's something that you would see uh, cryptocurrencies adopting?
1: Um, you mean this this other new paper? Um... Yeah,
0: Microsoft recently have like a, uh, released. I forget what the the name that they had gave to it but it's basically Uh, a a zk snarks that doesn't require a trusted setup it seems
1: like yeah it's a i haven't really looked into that i figured i I, i've seen that it was discussed on um, on some monero isc channels Mm -hmm. um i I didn't i didn't have a look Um,
0: figured i'd ask yeah we had serang and brandon uh, on they were talking about it as well um
1: (laughs) think like but it's it's at the moment it's just a, a general zero knowledge proof system right so it's not um it's not it's not specific to to monero or cryptocurrencies or, right. or anything um and that's why i could imagine it's 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 not so um it's not so efficient in the end so what's cool about all those um new papers that we just talked about like whether it's OmniRing Lelantos or or um RingCity 3.0 they are all really um, b- built with the application in mind so it's super highly optimized for for the application of of cryptocurrencies um whereas i think the other paper this is uh this is not uh, targeting a specific application at all. It's it's a general thing that you can use to to build every application. Like you could also use for for Bulletproofs, by the way. So Bulletproof is also a general zero-knowledge proof framework. So we knew that we can do everything in a sense in, in Bulletproofs, just a question of, of how efficient it is. And um, like what, what we do and what ct 3.0 is uh, is doing is just to to make the most efficient version out of it mm-hmm. um, and then basically is um, taking some taking a lot of, of shortcuts that you couldn't take if you do it the, this generic way um yeah
0: yeah like i said i mean it's it's very exciting to see that you you actually uh developed OmniRing with monero in mind i mean that's uh that's exciting um i think i think that's good i think we covered most of it uh i gotta yeah. bring up the conference again just because we're like a few <laughs> days away uh too bad you're not attending so you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna call in or something are you gonna partake in it in any in any form or
1: uh, it'll I'm just not, be uh maybe i i watch some of the talks i think they will be streamed right yeah I heard, today i heard that they We'll yeah they're, they're going to be stream live streaming the yeah. talks
0: and then we're going to be doing our show as well which will just kind of be like interviewing the, the the speakers and stuff like that yeah
1: um so then you can yeah, yeah you you also interview Aravind, my colleague who's, who's speaking i guess oh yeah
0: if he's there yeah. yep 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 yeah. definitely um and then I, I want to mention the monero uh Casa de Monero party again, just because you want to make sure everybody, everybody knows it is pretty interesting because we're, we're throwing a party Saturday night, but we rented a house so people could also stay at the house if they want to. Um, and I got to thank, uh, Cake Wallet and Morph Token. They're helping us, uh, they sponsored it. So it helped, certainly helped make it possible. Wouldn't have been possible otherwise. So a big thank you to them. I haven't been saying that enough. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at this whole, uh, marketing thing, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> but um yeah do you ever use so are you an active user of of monero are are you and i guess that's a question you're you're never supposed Uh. to answer (laughs) but uh if you do you ever have you dabbled with the with the some of the new wallets that came out some of the new uh the apps like uh cake wallet and my monero have you
1: um i no i haven't tried the new wallets i I had installed some some old wallet ones, and I think I won't talk about whether I have money or not, just because yeah. <laughs> I don't do it. Um, but um, I haven't I haven't tried any of the new wallets now.
0: Okay, yeah, because that was obviously uh, you know a, a big deal for Monero, because we were for quite some time uh, we're lacking, you know, the usability and the UX, and now it's it's finally at the point where. it is as easy to use as, as Bitcoin, essentially, you know, you have, you can have your cake, you know, your wallet on your phone, on your iOS wallet. It's, it's nice to have. It's nice that we're, we're developing on all, on all ends of the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Indeed.
0: All right. Thank, thank you again. This was really great. Uh, I'd love to have you on again in the future if if it's, if that's
1: at all possible. I'm always open to talk about privacy whenever, whatever <laughs> technology is fascinating for me.
0: <laughs> thank you very much, Tim. And I hope to maybe see you around at one of the conferences in the future. Yeah, maybe
1: some future conference. And I, I hope I can make it at some point. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you. Thanks for your time. And once again, thanks for the contributions. Have a good one. Good night.
1: Good night.